2: Welcome to Pod Save America. I'm John Favreau. I'm John Lovett. Is it a polka band? I'm Tommy Vitor. Yeah, there was, a, there was a, an accordion version of our theme song sent in by a fan, Dan Cantrell. Thank you, Dan. Thanks. Thanks Dan. It's fun. Thanks, Dan. You lonely freak. What do we say about potting happy today? <laughs> you're, you're, you're like over six. <laughs> Get in the game. On today's show, Ron DeSantis' performative cruelty wins rave reviews from the Republican base. Donald Trump goes full QAnon in Ohio, and later, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers joins to talk about his re-election campaign, which is one of the most competitive and important in the country. Then, Lovett apparently has a little game for us, Tommy. Great, a exciting game. Uh, Before we start, the first vote-by-mail ballots are hitting mailboxes, and the earliest in-person voting starts this week. If you don't know how you're voting, this is the week to get your shit together. Visit votesaveamerica.com slash vote to make your plan to vote, remind everyone you know to do the same, and donate to the Every Last Vote Fund to directly support the work of organizers and volunteers in key swing states. Also, a whole bunch of new Crooked merch just dropped, so... Get we excited. Okay. Uh we got tees, hats, bumper stickers that are all about demanding reproductive justice, canceling student debt, and making our democracy work so you can show where you stand even while you sit in traffic. Oh, Oof. they got me. It got <laughs> me. I didn't read it ahead of time. You said it, not us, John. Head to the Crooked Store and pick out something to wear to the voting booth or just on your morning coffee run. You guys know how t-shirts work. Uh, check it out at crooked.com <laughs> slash store. All right, let's get to the news. Uh, So Ron DeSantis certainly got the attention he wanted for luring Venezuelan asylum seekers onto a plane bound for Martha's Vineyard. Uh, The stunt got a ton of national coverage, got a response from President Biden, who accused DeSantis of playing politics with human beings. It got the MAGA media and base all excited. DeSantis apparently got standing ovations at campaign rallies for candidates in Kansas and Wisconsin over the weekend, where he said... The border is now an issue in these elections and promised to spend every penny of the $12 million that the Republican legislature in Florida gave him to transport migrants from the border, even though the law says he's supposed to only move people within his state. So... Dan and I talked about this a little on Thursday's pod just as the news broke. Uh, but now that we know more, I want to get your reaction. Uh, DeSantis said in Kansas on Sunday that the 50 asylum seekers were, quote, given basically a lottery ticket to get to the wealthiest sanctuary jurisdiction in the country. Uh, Tommy, is that what happened? Yeah. We yeah, winning Powerball. It's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, what an
3: asshole. I, uh, first of all, it's not the biggest thing, but. Martha's Vineyard in the winter is like a bunch of people who work there and live there. It's not some rich enclave all the time.
4: It's
3: out of season. It's out of season, but whatever. But my reaction to this, was, I think, was what most people's was, was it was gross and cruel and callous. I mean, after family separation, nothing is surprising, but um, he's treating these families like objects, and that is dehumanizing, and it's too common. I think I was a little shocked at just how um, uh, unsubtle of a political stunt it was you know, I mean, DeSantis was recruiting people in Texas. These they weren't doing any. These folks weren't causing any trouble in Florida, uh, but he went and recruited them and then lied to manipulate to get them on the flight. Greg Abbott, the, the governor of Texas, has been busting asylum seekers to places like D.C., but to spend this much money on two charter planes because you are so thirsty to get involved in the in the border culture war. I mean, I think it shows what he thinks the political upside is, right? His politics are. He wants to be a part of this fight. And note, he didn't choose Nantucket or uh, uh, the Hamptons, because I'm sure that's where all those donors live.
4: Yeah, it's very, it was, um, you know, using human beings to shitpost, very expensive. Uh, Also, then going back to, oh, they won a lottery ticket. They were treated so well when, of course, they didn't do anything to let anybody know they were coming, sort of. Like this, it was also incompetent. It was an incompetent little little ruse that he did. And then it's amazing to me also how many people on the internet are like, "I think tricking vulnerable human beings uh, and using them to surprise liberals like coiled snakes in a can of peanut brittle is good." Yeah, it's savvy. The
2: um, the stunt also fell apart. Sort of the more details emerged, you know, like the, the, as you mentioned, Tommy, that he 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 they basically were lied to. So these these families, they stepped over the border. They surrendered to immigration officials, asked for asylum, as you're supposed to do, as your as is your legal right. Uh, they were waiting for courts to consider their cases legally. While you're waiting for the court to consider your asylum case, you are allowed to travel within the U.S. So then they were they were lured onto this plane with the promise that there would be jobs for them in Boston and that they could expedite their work papers there so they could get work permits while they're waiting for their asylum cases. So this is what they were told. Popular Info, a newsletter that Judd Legum writes, uh, found a brochure. They have a copy of a brochure that they were given. The brochure says that they would be given cash assistance, food, clothing, jobs, schools for their kids, housing. None of this shit was true.
3: Well, and also, I guess Tucker Carlson um, floated this idea a few months back on his show. One. Two, we know that DeSantis previewed it with his donors at the Four Seasons in Orlando before he actually did it. And then last, I just think it's worth watching, he'll probably do this again, but I doubt you will see him pack a charter flight full of Ukrainian refugees. It will be Central and South American refugees.
4: Yeah, and it's loading flights up in Texas using Florida money to fill a plane up with people in Texas to fly it to Massachusetts.
2: Yeah, and look- Which is illegal. (laughs) And the other consequence for these families is uh and and their lawyer was saying this on tv a lot of them are now thousands of miles away from where they're supposed to check in as you're supposed to do every so often when you're waiting for your asylum case to be heard in court and now these people are thousands of miles away and that could negatively impact whether they are granted asylum because he move them so far away from where they're supposed to go. These people were doing everything you're supposed to do right, they're not, when they're you not come here and illegally. claim asylum. They're, they're not here to, illegally. They yeah. did everything you're supposed to do, and he has tried to make them illegal. Is it possible that DeSantis broke the law with this stunt?
4: So, it's. In, I, I was looking into it, and, and there's not a lot of experts that, that want to say emphatically that he did or didn't break the law, in part because the laws weren't written, uh, thinking that a governor of a state would traffic vulnerable people uh, for a political stunt, right? Yeah. Like some human trafficking laws, they have an implication that, the, that, that he'd be doing it for his own financial benefit. Exploiting people for political benefit is not exactly a financial benefit. These people do seem to have been lied to, uh, which does, you know, open you up to questions about whether this was some form of human trafficking. But, uh, uh, it's not totally clear, but, like, at the very least, it does seem like he clearly violated the law around what this money was for, uh, yeah. which was about moving people from within Florida. And I actually – I it's, it's not the most important part because it's also despicable, but – this whole this whole exercise is about is about generating headlines about how tough he is on undocumented people on illegal immigration there are undocumented people in florida why go to all this trouble to round people up in texas trick them in texas and fly them to massachusetts just a strange it's a strange aspect of this story confusing the the fact that it's incompetent and kind of a bank shot because he had to go pick up some he had to, you know, go to the, the U.S.-Mexico border to get this done. So it's beside the point because of the cruelty is the thing at issue. The stunt is what's at issue. But the whole thing is just fucking bizarre.
2: I think it's because that's where most of the asylum seekers are coming. Well, right, from. of course. And, 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 and then, the influx at the border is due to more people seeking asylum than ever before, but it, which is which, why.
4: Which goes to the point of why this is also ridiculous, because he's trying to make a point about how horrible immigration and undocumented immigration is for Florida. He can't get this stunt together. Right. Uh, on his own soil. The, um,
2: there's a there's a Boston-based legal organization called Lawyers for Civil Rights um, who wrote to the U.S. Attorney Rachel Rollins um, and Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healy, calling for a formal investigation. They're they're saying that potential laws that were violated are depriving clients of civil rights, interfering with federal immigration proceedings, potential violations of the Massachusetts Civil Rights Act, and other applicable criminal laws. So you're right, they they haven't gone after trafficking or kidnapping or anything like that. I don't think that qualifies. But th- th- there, it's people are calling They're trying, on to, DOJ. Find it. They're trying yeah. to find it. They're yeah. trying to find
4: it. Everyone's looking at this and being like, there ought to be a law. It, I mean, it, it, it seems pretty fucking crazy. All
2: right. So, you know, it's not all that surprising that the right wing media and the base loves this stunt. Um, Tommy, what do you think the politics are beyond MAGA world? Beyond, I mean, look, in MAGA world, I think it's the immigration piece.
3: And it's also just the outrage from the liberals. Right. I mean, that's that's the real point. Um, I think. How you feel about the specifics of busing migrants to other parts of the country probably depends on where you live. There was a poll of Texas voters that found 51% of them supported Governor Abbott's busing program and only 35% opposed it. So unfortunately, these draconian policies are more popular in, in border states. That said, I was very glad to read that there has been an angry reaction to this move from Latino voters in South Florida. That's probably because a lot of them are better versed in the humanitarian situation in Venezuela, where a lot of these people are from. Venezuelans, if you don't know, have had to live under uh, authoritarian leaders like Hugo Chavez and now Nicolas Maduro for decades. Those guys have crushed dissent. They lock up their political opponents. They pack the courts. They strip the legislature of powers. And because of the situation there, the government dysfunction, corruption, brutal, brutal US sanctions on Venezuela, and then the pandemic on top of that, That has all created this humanitarian situation that is unbelievably dire. It's essentially a failed state. People are starving to death. Hospitals don't have like gauze, saline solution, like basic supplies that lose power. And the U.S. policy towards uh, Venezuela has been a mess. There was this weird coup attempt during the Trump administration that included some former U.S. troops. Nobody ever got to the bottom of that. Uh, Both Trump and Biden recognize a different guy as president named Juan Guaido. Remember, he was raised in the State of the Union. So long story short, like the United States and our policies has helped create a situation where millions of Venezuelans had no other choice but to flee the country. Like I've seen estimates between four and a half and seven million people have fled the country. These folks went 3,000 miles to get to Texas. They absolutely could qualify for political asylum. And you're supposed to have these Republicans who demagogue in particular, leftist dictators like Maduro. Uh, but in this case, Ron DeSantis is punishing the children who are clearly the victims of the leftist leaders in Venezuela that he says are the enemy, right? That he's going to defend people against. So people are seeing through his bullshit here. Um, we'll see if it sticks, but it did make me a little more hopeful to see that there's been a backlash. And Charlie Chris is trying to jump on that because he's running against DeSantis in his reelection.
2: I think the um It's such an interesting poll that you cited in Texas about people at the border um, approving of this, because there is there is a real problem that Ron DeSantis is trying to exploit for his own political purposes here, which is that our immigration system is broken and our asylum process is a big part of why we now have more than six hundred and sixty thousand pending asylum cases. (laughs) In the United States that reflect a huge increase in migration, not just from countries like Venezuela, but from other Central and South American you know, countries, Salvador. where there are similar political challenges, um, where people are fleeing from repression and and in and situations violence. often
3: exacerbated by U.S. policies, by the way. Right. Like take El Salvador. There's this guy, Nayib Bukele, who's the president. Uh, there's a huge concern about MS-13 and other gangs there. Those gangs started in places like Los Angeles. Then we deported all of those gang members, the United States did, under the Clinton, back to El Salvador. And lo and behold, they fired up the gangs again. And it's become literally, like, it's a war zone in some cities. For some sure. parts of the country.
2: But le- le- in an alternate universe where uh, U.S. policy has been perfect towards all these countries, we're going to have for decades to come now, climate refugees yeah, it's gonna get worse. also from all different parts of the world, right? So there is never going to be a shortage of migrants and asylum seekers coming to the United States. And the current wait time for an asylum hearing right now is four and a half years for an asylum hearing in this country. And so we don't we don't have enough capacity in the courts to do this. People and and the problem is so many people are legitimately seeking asylum. And when you can't get to those people and because there's just so many people at the border and and what you do when they come over and when they step over the border and say that they're seeking asylum and then you let them into the interior of the country, then they're going to end up not in, in a lot of these places like fucking Martha's Vineyard, but they're going to end up in a lot of the border communities. And that's a real struggle for people in those communities to have that many people there. Absolutely. Who don't have citizenship, who don't, you know, have work permits. Like it's a real it's a real honest to God challenge. Now, How do you solve that challenge? Uh, Comprehensive fucking immigration reform, which Republicans refuse to engage in because all they want to do is deport everyone. Just want to build a wall. And that's it. So it's tough. And it's a. I mean, like, you know, I do not envy the Biden administration. We have the same problem, the Obama administration, too. Like, it's just it's it's a real difficult problem.
4: Also, not a problem that uh, disappeared during the four years of the Trump administration. either. No, it was not. You know, not at all. That's a very good
2: point. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Ridiculous. So like Republican candidates
2: are are clearly trying to shift the conversation away from issues like abortion, things like Donald Trump, uh, by playing the old hits here on immigration. Uh, How do you think Democrats should handle this?
3: I mean, I I think some version of what we you just talked about, John, has to be the lead of the answer. Like, I think we have to take it head on and say the immigration system is broken because it is, and it has been for a long time. And the way to fix it is through some sort of bipartisan compromise in Washington. But frankly, that feels further away now than it did 10 years ago. So we're in a bad place. But where I would go to after that is to call out DeSantis for this being a political stunt. He stole the idea from Tucker Carlson. He told his donors before he did it. He recruited people from a different state, wasted Florida money to create a political stunt. He's a typical politician and a hack. And like, that's where I would go with it because I think that weakens him. I think calling him a fascist or calling him a human trafficker is not the strongest political messaging, even if it's true, because DeSantis's base will like those headlines. It will remind them of all the things the left said about Trump. I want to call him a hack politician who's so desperate to be president that he will harm children if it helps him right? That's where right. I would go.
2: I don't have any data to back this up. I would like to see some tested, but that's what I would do. I completely agree with that. I think in general, people, you you look at polling on immigration and where the country is, where the country's been for some time, people want an immigration system that works and is fair. There, uh, Most people in this country are welcoming to new immigrants uh, who want to work and make a life for themselves, but they don't want people to skip the line or abuse the system. That's like where everyone has been in this country. And so if you lead by talking about the broken immigration system and saying, look, Democrats, of course, want to work to fix the immigration system. Republicans want to deport everyone and not have anyone be able to seek asylum. That's where the Republican Party is now in immigration. That's not where most people are in the country.
3: There's also a lot of history in the U.S. and in other countries of when governments don't take systemic action to manage big immigration flows like this. It can radicalize people and and tilt them to the right. You saw this during the European migration crisis. Remember that there was an island in Greece that I think was awarded for the Nobel Peace Prize because all these uh, fishermen were taking their boats, going out, rescuing people. A few years later, those people were pushing folks back into the water. Yeah. Right? You know, I'm, it's not like I'm not trying to make this simplistic, but like something very different changed in the sentiment. And the government needs to take a holistic approach and address it, or else we're going to end up in a dark place. And unfortunately, that dark place helps
2: Republicans because all they want are these draconian policies. It is the issue that has been driving right wing populism all around the world, right? It is a, it's a, it's a, and it's not going away. Speaking of Trump, there's a thinly sourced Rolling Stone story that says the former president is fuming that Desantis allegedly stole the idea for the stunt from Trump. Whether or not this is true, love it. What do you make of uh, Desantis trying to out MAGA Trump here?
4: Yeah. Okay. First of all, uh, whether or not it's true, I don't know what what Rolling Stone is anymore. Uh, It's just fan fiction at this point. Uh, Yeah. Look, Trump thinks every idea is his. Maybe this is true. I don't want to. I don't want to denigrate the sources. I don't know. But uh, it, it really can't be Trump's idea because it's not DeSantis' idea. It's not Trump's idea. The idea of rounding up people you don't like from your town and putting them on a bus to another place and saying, ha ha, I sent them there. That's not new. People have been doing that for a long time. Mayors have been doing that a long time all across. Mayors have for they, they, they would quietly, you know, they would. Uh, give people bus tickets to get homeless people out of their towns, then yeah. take shit from the ne- next state over for shipping. I mean, people. There have been, but you could, but you could see Trump
2: thinking that this is his original yeah, of idea. <laughs> that's, not, that's all that matters. I don't think he genuinely. <laughs> yeah. This is not. This is no, not no. a student of but history. The we're point, talking about. <laughs> the way, yes, I
4: can absolutely believe. I believe right now Trump believes this is his idea. I believe <laughs> Trump thinks most ideas are his idea of if they work. He thinks he came up with Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a lot of good ideas over the years. <laughs> the wheel. The um, yeah, DeSantis doing his Trump impression, kind of signaling to the Republican base and to Republican elites like I'm Trump, but I'm better at it. I'm smarter. I'm more sophisticated. I have more control over the levers of power. I actually think it's a fair case. I think that's what he is doing. He is a more sophisticated version of Trump. He is better able to wield the power of the state to achieve Trumpist ends without a lot of the mess. The problem is he doesn't have the thing that both makes Trump such a menace, but also such an undisciplined kind of fool when it comes time to governing, which is the kind of careening mess, charisma, charisma is it? You noise, say it. It's charisma. It's He's charisma. Got Trump it has more fucking charisma have than, have than DeSantis. It. There's a, you know, look, we don't have like, there's a, there's a little smile at the corner of Trump's mouth that says, I know all this is fucking bullshit. And it like, it lessens what he does. It, 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 dead, it, it, it gives people the space to enjoy the show which yep. DeSantis just doesn't have. He the, does, other, the line readings are terrible.
2: Well, the other thing Trump had in 2016 that uh, Jamel Bowie points out in his New York Times piece about this is he was a huge celebrity. Of course. And the way that people came into contact with that celebrity was in places like The Celebrity Apprentice and Home Alone 2 and bullshit like that. Right? Like Ron DeSantis doesn't have that softer edge to him.
4: <laughs> I think mean, we do. I, you
3: know, no, yes. no one's going to... No I don't know. I, I watched DeSantis's La Miami National Conservatism conference speech for so it was an hour long. A full hour. No uh, Q&A. Full hour. Well, that's very Trumpish. What he does have, he doesn't have the name ID, he doesn't have the celebrity, he doesn't have a sense of humor, he doesn't necessarily have a sense of empathy or a personality that I can tell. He does have the thing that governors all have, which is selling a record. Mm. Um, he's like, oh, I'm great for business. you know. He talks about some of that piece of it, people moving from California to Florida. But it's all a culture war. He's attacking vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, crime in Portland and California, railing against to fund the police. Then he goes to immigration then he talks about fighting crt in the classroom but also in businesses and that's how he gets into his whole fight with disney apparently florida made november 7th a day where they teach kids about the horrors inflicted by communist regimes so that's a thing he did wow uh i think it was fauci transistor athletes big tech but like the the if you were to summarize the message in one line it's like i will fight the libs for you
2: right right i mean the question i have is what we were just talking about with the celebrity And the charisma that matters for sure for the general election. If DeSantis is only trying to win a Republican primary against Donald Trump, I think the question is, like, can he give the base the grievance politics that they love from Trump, but without the baggage and with maybe a little less overt narcissism so that, you know, Trump with Trump, everything's about Trump. Yeah. Um, And can DeSantis give them that? And I don't know for sure. I I am. I have not decided on this.
4: I don't think I don't think I don't think we know. I think it does a a little bit depend on events like it depends on what's happening legally with Trump in the coming year. It depends on just how strong Trump seems. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. I
2: saw someone tweet the like, "Oh, this uh, co- idea of a competition between Desantis and Trump is all well and good until they both get on a Republican primary debate stage together, and uh, Trump calls him Miss Florida, and that's that." It will be <laughs> some like <laughs> completely petty <laughs> bullshit.
4: Yeah. I. You know, it's it's funny. It's like I. Do, I think we just truly don't know. I think De, I think Desantis. I. Uh, you know, Desantis is a different breed. I think he's a tougher. He's a tougher, more sophisticated opponent for Trump than Rubio or certainly Jeb Bush or Ted Cruz or Scott Walker or Chris Christie or any of the others that fell by the fucking wayside. I think he's a different animal. Like and we just I think we just literally don't know. Um but the the lack of uh the lack of a personality, man, we'll tough. See, yeah. it's, it's tough. <laughs> tough on that stage but, when that's all it becomes about. Yeah. yeah. I
3: mean the this is at least like <laughs> Trump was playing on one field in twenty sixteen in that primary and everyone else was playing on these sort of old the old field, the mm. old game, the old rules, and now DeSantis is is playing on Trump's field. But I do, you know, it was interesting. There was an NBC poll that came out over the weekend, or maybe today, that had Trump's approval down to like thirty four percent. I'm right, so he's like clinging to a really hardcore base, yeah. and I think that is and, all he's got. And That's one more a life point. Raft.
4: One more point on DeSantis, which uh, to his credit, obviously, uh, just let me. I think it's clear. I don't like. I don't like Ron DeSantis. You're a big fan. Mm. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I know. He has. Let it he be is. Know. He does have a Trumpy. A Trump kind of knack for PR cycles. He is very good at that. Oh, and yeah. He's better at it than any other Republican. Definitely. He really is better than Abbott, right? Abbott's been trying to get this news cycle for months. He thought, I sent I uh, I sent these vulnerable people I don't give a shit about to Kamala Harris's house. he not been me anything. The vineyard. He said Mar- Martha's Vineyard got it done. And so like DeSantis has a kind of knack that's very similar to Trump that none of the other Republicans have had.
2: Speaking of holding on to that, that base from Trump, uh, the GOP frontrunner also held a rally over the weekend that got a little weird. Uh, Here's the lead of the New York Times story about it. Former President Donald J. Trump appeared to more fully embrace QAnon on Saturday, playing a song at a political rally in Ohio that prompted attendees to respond with a salute in reference to the cult-like conspiracy's theme song. Uh, Let's take a listen to the moment in that speech.
5: We will stand up to the radical left lunatics and rhinos, and we will fight for America like no one has ever fought before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. We will make America strong again.
4: We will make America proud again.
5: We will make America safe again. And we will make America
4: great again thank you ohio okay so what what the hell <laughs> Works first for of me. all work, yeah honestly i'm in a <laughs> soundtrack's a great idea I, look I've, i'm like very frustrated i like my friend sam if you're listening hey, give love at a soundtrack right here you text next me you text give love me to a confirm soundtrack. text me to confirm that i i feel I'm like 20 years ago i was like they're gonna put soundtracks during speeches live and somebody's gonna figure out a Technology to have the soundtrack go along with the speech, make it and that's going to change. The, it's not like, gonna be the, yakky fucking sax. That, that's the Queen's, that that's the Queen's funeral music. Well, they, the live musicians use tech, yeah, we're,
3: they're good. They, you could do a really cool speech with soundtrack thing, yeah. Anyway, anyway,
2: yeah. what What do you think was up with that? Oh, <laughs> I don't what know, was, man, this, this is a this uh, the Trump team says it's a song called Mirrors, but it sounds like um, a, a, a QAnon anthem. Uh, called WWG1WGA, which is short for Where We Go One, We Go All. Well, Come on. you said it. Now you fucking <laughs> Yeah, you act it. like you didn't know it. I mean, I don't know why they were
3: doing the weird Hunger Games. Like, I think this one's from one. where, we we where We Go One. Well, go. so some people say it was a QAnon motto, Where We Go One, Where We Go All, which is a line they stole from the movie White Squall.
4: <laughs> remember? Nice. No, yeah. I don't remember Great that. flick. Well, they Check also it got out. The, uh, they also got the thing about the adrenochrome from uh, uh, uh Huntress Thompson from, uh, interesting. Fear and Loving. Yeah. Um,
3: some people say, look, this is kind of the vibe you see in a lot of conservative e- evangelical churches. Maybe it's like, there's one God. That was some, one of the theories. I don't know. Fucking I mean, weird either way. I think he's like, <laughs> he's just like, what weird thing can I do to keep this hardcore on base with me and not Ron DeSantis?
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, two, two points. Point number one. Uh, I do think it was just a one for, for Q. I think that's, I think that's what it was. Uh, I think it's uh it's a little late it's sort of like um uh uh you know it's it feels a little bit like uh trying to get playing the music for the band that broke up already like it feels like a little he's a little late on he's the cue front but then i was thinking like man if you're worried about needing to be broken out of a federal prison by an angry mob a group of Q supporters is not the worst people to have on your side, I mean, as we a,
2: learned. Look, so he's always been a, a QAnon curious. Yep. Uh, we, we know that. This isn't like the first time he's done something like this. But last week, he also uh, truthed a picture of himself wearing a Q pin on his label under the words, the storm is coming, which uh, for, for those of you who aren't familiar, of course, refers to the moment that QAnon followers believe that Trump will return to power after arresting and executing his political enemies live on television. Very normal. Cool stuff. Um like, is he just trying to get attention here? Do you think he's just trying to hold on to that base? I I, I,
4: Clearly I really- Clearly
2: the effect of this is uh, excusing violence.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I do think that like, there's no group of, uh, I think, let, let's not think of them as Q supporters that are backing Trump, and let's think of them as presurrectionists. <laughs> uh, that's how I think it, Whoa. they're they're fanatical. He wants them on his side for whatever's to come. They're a good part of, they're, they're they'll show up. People they're, that they're, come at his rallies are his, his friends. are his
2: DeSantis insurance. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he can't get that. He can yeah. won't go here. Now, he won't go here. If you're looking for
3: things to to retweet on Truth Social, it's probably hard to avoid <laughs> Q content, right? I mean, that's why the majority. Yeah. It's a safe space for Q I'm content. i I'm sorry, Tommy.
2: Did you say retweet? It's retruth. Retruth. I'm sorry.
3: Re-truth. I apologize. These people, like what they are, what these, what the Q people are, are, these white Christian nationalists who have been conditioned to prepare their whole lives for this end of days apocalyptic event. Yeah, and like that. That's why. I, oh, well, how would these Christians? Uh, support Trump, he's unfaithful, he's profane, he's this, he's that, like, they don't care. They view him as a vessel for their crazy, political, right-wing, evangelical agenda, and the ends justify the means for them.
4: One other point too. Look, I, I think the uh, embracing of Q is very strange. Everyone holding up one finger. I don't like the vibe. Uh, <laughs> but you know, a little bunny or something. Yeah, there was a like like there was a group of people holding up a hand almost like an evangelical evangelical prayer at a Doug Mastriano event in Pennsylvania. The people were like it's a Nazi salute, and everyone said like this, this is a Nazi salute. Uh, I know it's been a while, but like. Everything Trump does, all these guys do, isn't new. Like they've been doing weird oaths, having people raise their hand, having people say things in unison. They've been doing this fascistic stuff now for five years. This isn't that much of an escalation. Debate. I think the full embracing of Q is, but like listen, getting I don't a group know why of fucking wackadoo, it. It's, listen, all, bad. it's listen, all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Listen, it's all bad. But, like, there's a lot of people listen, that seem to have short memories. We had a, well, there was every, an
2: insurrection. It was violent. Absolutely. we could get another one again. It's all bad. Of course, <laughs>
3: every once in a while you go to a religious event. You haven't been in a while. Maybe it's a church. Maybe it's a christening, and the priest asks you to raise your hand. (laughs) If you get it at the wrong angle, people can can take very bad photos of you. You regret. You cannot share it. (laughs) We're not not going to share it, and it doesn't. I may or may not. Hey, hey, hey,
4: Tommy. It doesn't. We can't share it because it doesn't exist. Because there is no photo of you at the christening for a baby in which you went full fucking Heil Hitler by accident. I was trying to worship in the way I was told, but I'm not It was Catholic. wild. It's wild. It was wild. I do think Laura Ingram did the Nazi salute, though. I believe that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. I do. I'm you've sorry. Been, I just you, think it was what she did. You've had a, you've had a, you've had a position on this. Thing. Yeah, you've had a I think it just, this. I was a little too. Anyway, remember the
2: debate last week about how uh, Joe Biden used the word semi fascism
4: <laughs> Which was, in, in,
2: in, in hindsight, polite. Yeah. That, that, yeah, the problem with that was the semi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Anyway, all right. When he we gave, com- he gave Trump a semi. Boo, 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 boo. Just keep boo, boo, that in. Boo, keep that in, <laughs> as they say. All right, when we come back, I talked to Wisconsin Governor. Yep. Tony Evers. Sorry,
4: Tony. Adults listen to this. <laughs> hey, put a little space before Tony Evers. Maybe a little. <laughs> you put a little no music under this. <laughs> this show is
3: sponsored by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash PSA. Go today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash PSA. Hey, everyone. It's
0: Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
2: joining us oh. now
5: that
1: john sorry yep. one quick um governor i think you might be chewing gum are you
5: no i'm just finishing eating
4: oh <laughs> I'm, okay <laughs> i'm just finishing
5: eating a um uh an almond how dare
4: you <laughs> how dare <laughs> happen- you disrespect the this show governor
5: well, I, I should not have had an almond before I got on <laughs> the podcast. The poor guy's you hungry.
2: Gotta, You're campaigning all day. You're governor of the state. Come on, you can eat an almond. You gotta
5: power before. up. Okay, yeah, just power up Making
2: sure almond. it
1: wasn't wasn't gum. Thanks. Yeah.
5: No.
2: <laughs> now that you've made it, now that you've made it through the gauntlet. Okay, well, here what, we go. What
5: else am I doing wrong? I know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the principal <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right oh, Joining us now The Democratic governor of Wisconsin Who's in one of the country's Most competitive midterm races Tony Evers Welcome to the pod
5: I'm glad to be on the pod uh,
4: we were, I'm, I'm really not supposed to be here We were just discussing this We don't care about the queen Do you care about the queen? Can we, American no. Americans Not supposed to care about the queen Didn't we fight a war about this?
5: Yeah we did <laughs> But I I do care about the queen you know, it's it, she's been there. she's been there so long. How can you not care for her or care that she's dead? I, no, I I I I can honestly say I haven't seen one bit of the news on that, and I probably won't. But it's just like, you know, part of something that was always in the in the distance, the far, far distance for, you know, I've been around a long time and she's been around longer than me. And so it's just like, yeah, it's it's an issue. OK, maybe it's my age. I don't
4: know. No. Okay. All right. Fine. I, I
2: have more sympathy than you do. Like I don't it. care. OK, uh, <laughs> let's get some real questions. Uh, you've been governor of one of the most gerrymandered states in the country where the Republican legislature hasn't just refused to cooperate with you on a whole bunch of legislation. They've tried to strip you of powers that other governors have had, prevent you from filling boards and commissions. Can you talk about from for people who don't know like what it's been like to do your job under those conditions?
5: Yeah. And I'll I'll use one example. Uh, in particular uh yes they haven't approved a whole bunch of my appointees and uh and one you know i'll give you an example is the head of the uh, department of natural resources board and because he is such a stalwart on being you know kind of anti-natural resources uh we can't get we can't get standards sent for pfas or other pollution because He's the, he's the key vote, and if he wasn't on the on the board, we would we would have all sorts of things accomplished. And right now, it's just a it's at a stalemate. So it's an important question about policy, and it's uh, an important question around you know is you know by doing that, have they really transitioned from the last election? And I would say, for the most part, no.
2: Yeah. And I I always wonder when I read these stories about Wisconsin, like, what's the way out here? Like, if you win, you'll be facing a Republican legislature, maybe even a supermajority in the Senate. What do you think you can get done in the next four years? And how can you change the dynamic of the last four years?
5: Well, it'll be hard. I mean, the politics are the politics uh, nationally. I mean, it. Uh, no one wants to give, give anybody a win. But I, I will say that our first budget, we were able to get as much you know, money for our public schools as uh, as frankly we would have with uh, any any group of legislators. So mm. you, you take, there are certain things that transcend politics. There are not many, but schools are one, internet is another, and uh, infrastructure is another, and roads are another. So the kind of those basic things that are basic services of a, uh, of a state, we can reach agreement on that.
2: The Republican party seems like they're uh very into uh, out of state millionaires this cycle. We got New Jersey's Dr. Oz running in Pennsylvania, uh, and you're running against a, a Trump endorsed election denier named Tim Michaels who I believe lived in a 17 million dollar mansion in Connecticut until like last year. Uh, is that something you're reminding people of often? Like what else should Wisconsin voters know about about your opponent?
5: Well, that's the minimum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the bare minimum. Yes, not do well, I can go down the road 17 million dollar place in Connecticut. He also has a, a condo someplace in Manhattan, so I, oh, wow. I'm sure that I'm sure that that costs a few bucks too. I mean,
4: well, I mean, look, in fairness to him, 17 million just doesn't go as far in Connecticut as it would in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's a little unfair
5: on yeah, some life level, is hell, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot for me, let me tell you. And it would be a lot for anybody in, in the state of Wisconsin, but to, to, seriously, the, he had he won a primary against uh, several very Repo- very conservative Republicans. And they spend most of their time essentially leapfrogging over each other to see who could be the most conservative. And you know, it's scary stuff, but the the bottom line is he can't back off from it. He, he, he said all these things. You know, we have a right now because of the Dobson uh, uh, decision in DC, uh, we have we're operating under an 1849 law that prohibits abortions. It puts uh, physicians in jail and uh, six years, one to six years, uh, felony. But then, in addition, so he supports that. He said that's a mirror image of what he what he believes in. And then some reporters said, but that that law does not ha- have an uh, exemption for people that uh, were raped or and. Uh, or incest. And he said, well, you know, that's that's the way it goes. Uh, he, he he wouldn't want one of those exceptions. So that's that's some pretty bold statements, I, I would say. Yeah. So on abortion, I'll use uh, schools as an example, public schools. And that's my background. I used to be a teacher mm-hmm. and then a, a principal of a high school, things like that. But at, at the end of the day, I think uh, schooling is a really important Part of our part of the state's responsibility, and uh, we had eight years of Scott Walker cutting schools and, frankly, um, taking care of the unions uh, that, that, that supported those those teachers. The uh, he said somebody said so. Will you increase funding for public schools? And he said that is the definition of insanity. So I'm guessing public schools are are going to be in a very difficult position also. And additionally he he has said that he he's a little uh, frankly concerned about uh same-sex marriage even though that seems to be a thing that uh I thought that we crossed that bridge you know several several decades ago but he still has concerns about that he's okay with uh 18 year olds getting a uh AR-15 without any uh uh waiting period Oof. and he's uh he, he's very Specific about what he's going to do with the elections in Wisconsin, and he's going to get rid of what we have without telling us what he's going to do to replace it. And he's also a, uh, a believer in the big lie. He, uh, uh, he 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 has not come to terms with the fact that Joe Biden won the election here in Wisconsin. So other than that, he took no uh, no real uh, horrible positions.
2: <laughs> other than that, seems like a great guy.
5: The only person yeah, was... it's, it's something that we all kind of feel real warm and fuzzy about
4: the only person I want to be against gay marriage is my mother <laughs> <laughs> uh, he so today today he,
2: <laughs> today he called on you to um, stop all paroles even though you don't have that power and it would be illegal. What's your reaction to that stunt and and what do you think in general of the attempt by Republican candidates to make this election about crime? uh this is something that your opponent has been doing quite a bit recently
5: certainly but but this goes back a long time that's that's a nixonian uh, right. richard nixon deal uh that's exactly what he did during his uh run for office on uh, second time around so yes i'm not surprised by it and but it is um uh yeah it's 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 a lie i mean i cannot I cannot stop people from being paroled in the state of Wisconsin. That's the way it's set up, that there's a special board that does it. I have no influence about those decisions. But it takes someone that has some sort of a a godlike um, persona mm-hmm. to say something like that, that he, he has to know it's not possible to have that happen. And only someone that has a real inflated um, idea of what he is would say something stupid like that yeah and and so you 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 rebut it but you need to go on you just and and there's that's the way the the rest of the campaign is going to be like it's going to be negative I mean we've we've got a lot of positive things going on in the state that uh we're going to continue to do the work around that but at the end of the day um uh we will fight this stupidity uh, every way we can.
2: Speaking of stupidity, uh, you got a visit from Ron DeSantis last weekend, uh, who planned with your opponent uh, an exquisitely timed rally just a few hours before the first Packers home game of the season. Boy.
5: Yeah, that that is that 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 took the cake. And then then he then he had the audacity to say something like, "Well, if if Michael's wins, my opponent wins, then we can be just like Florida." <laughs> That would be really special. That would be really special. You you can't. Everybody in Wisconsin's been lusting after that for decades. Let's be be like the people in Tallahassee.
4: Right. You can't. uh, You can't. Be against gay marriage and counter-program football. It's one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's <so> true. <strange. laughs>
5: Absolutely, I know what you know the, the only people you're yeah, getting, was, you was, see what
4: I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Love it. I see what yeah, you're
5: saying. and you know the timing on that too was not good. Right before the Packer game, and you know people people get fired up about Packer games. Well, and well, they showed they're a great team, but uh, to throw a throw a bash right it's right across from the airport, as I recall, and uh, and. And think that people are going to be excited about that that's that's a stretch but yeah. that's ron desantis and that's tim michaels
2: what did you make of uh desantis's immigration stunt where he flew asylum seekers to martha's vineyard uh, it seems to be the latest in uh desantis and and your opponent and trump and all these other republicans trying to out maga each other out extreme each other
5: yeah it's 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 just ridiculous i mean I, I don't know how else to put it first of all you're you're taking a group of people that their their lives are kind of on the line here they 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 took the chance to uh, get to america and all the things that they went through and then as somebody in authority come by and say hey get on this plane we're going to give you freedom or whatever they i mean that's just, that's just bullshit frankly i, I just it, it makes me angry but it doesn't surprise me
2: uh last question you've been talking to talking to voters uh for quite a while now in the campaign trail like what do you think this election comes down to from from what you're hearing from people
5: well i hope it you know in all honesty i hope it's not going to be all but all the negative stuff that Mm. that just that that isn't what wisconsin's about or or the nation's about but i understand i've i've been around for a while that it could be but that said i do believe at the end of the day, uh, I'll win. And uh, it'll be a small amount. Probably. I won by 1.1% against Scott Walker. Uh, the standing joke uh, in my world is, uh, we're gonna double that and go to 2.2 and that'll be a landslide. That's it. I also <laughs> believe that we're on the right side of the issues, whether it's around schools, whether it's, you know, our our uh, our economy here in Wisconsin is as good as it's ever been 2.8 percent unemployment rate the highest number of people working ever in the state of Wisconsin and we've been able to really do a good job around getting through this pandemic and and helping small businesses across the state of Wisconsin so we've done the right things and and I'll continue talking about that but we will you know if we have to engage in negative politicians uh, politics we'll do that too it's important to win. the the uh, The difference is uh, having a good state that uh, values has some basic values, or somebody that it, or a state that is going to make it more difficult for people to vote and will punish women and their doctors if they uh, if they choose to have uh, abortions. And we want it, and they want to have reproductive health uh, uh, decisions made by them.
2: Governor Evers, thank you so much for uh, for joining the pod. Thanks for giving us your thoughts on the queen.
4: And just, and look, I, look, I'm not saying, you don't have to weigh in on this, but I'm just saying my position, if <laughs> I were running for elected office in the United Kingdom would be to seize the castles, uh, kick them out of it and then sell them and then use the money to help people. That's my position, it's not yours. That's my position for these rich freaks.
5: Yeah, I'm. I'm not talking about their wealth or their castles or anything. <laughs> no, I'm you're not. famous. I'm, I'm just talking about Elizabeth. Yeah. Period. Don't no, take the bait. Governor. Don't take don't the bait. She can live <laughs> on a second floor walkup. It doesn't make any difference to me. She's, she's been, <laughs> well, she's dead. Now. All, that other, all she's dead. that other stuff, I can agree with. God you. Rest they're her soul. Her, they're God driving. They're
4: driving her coffin around the the whole town. Okay. All right. Thank you,
2: Governor. <laughs> Good luck on the campaign trail. So sorry. Thank I'll you.
5: <laughs> bye bye.
4: And you know what, Andy? I didn't prepare at all for this interview. I made a bunch of dumb jokes. You said the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You, I you did. weirded the whole thing up. It Hi. Uh, gonna... Hey, uh, sorry. I, I don't know if you're the governor or a fucking third grader I don't like. Do you have any gum in your mouth? What the fuck? <laughs>
1: It just sounds so bad in, in audio it's so when someone's smacking
2: oh their God. gum. Honestly, I would not have said almond. I would have said gum, too. I did, it did seem like that was it was so gum. funny. It did seem like it was gum. <laughs> He's
1: just trying to get a snack in between hits.
0: <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and limited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
6: Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one.
2: Three young actresses, disruptors, and best friends as they navigate the issues that affect their lives from hookup culture and social media to structural racism and LGBTQ plus rights. They won't shy away from diving deep into controversial topics, even turning to their elders. Actors, activists, comedians, experts, politicians, 26-year-olds. Oof, that was rough. That's tough. It's a rough one to read.
4: That's hard to hear.
2: To try to understand the world their generation was handed. Catch a new episode of Dare We Say every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Look, we can tell them about Y2K.
2: Okay, before we go, uh, Love It. You have, a, you, have a, you have a game?
4: All right, now it's time for Tommy and John to phase off in a game we're calling Culture War. You will face a pop culture gauntlet predicated in the assumption that when it comes to most pop culture news outside of shows with dragons and sports with CTE, you don't know fuck all.
0: <laughs> true. All right, true, question true, number
4: true. one. Either one of you say the answer. Which dignitary did Australian news presenters fail to recognize upon his or her arrival at the Queen's funeral? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's right. I need an answer. And, uh, which dignitary? Which dignitary, which dignitary um, was failed to be recognized by the Australians? The Australians. They didn't know who was. Uh,
2: no hints. No multiple Oprah's choice. They're British.
4: British. Harry Potter. They're British and they're newly on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: uh, uh, uh. People are be screaming at us. Roll the clap.
0: Who's this? No, hard to identify. Maybe uh, minor royals, members of the. I can't identify them we at this point. We can't everyone, no.
4: unfortunately. They look like they could well be local
2: dignitaries. It's hard to see. We're looking at the backs of their heads mostly. But I think
6: we are now getting to the pointy end, as they say, of the. Was, I'm just told that was Liz Truss, the new prime minister, in the distance that we could see hopping Going out of that in car. The doors. Well, thank you very much.
5: <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That is That's funny. really good.
4: I'm, I know that that's not pop culture news, but I'm including it because the queen is mostly just a celebrity. All right, next. Which Emmy-nominated actress from Grey's Anatomy and Killing Eve attended the queen's funeral as part of the Canadian delegation? Oh, I know Sandra this. Oh. You got what he it. said. Boom. That's one point for John. Shit. What rumor did Leah Michelle mock on TikTok over the weekend? That she's she can't read. Yeah, I'll give you both of you. Who did she call pretending to need help reading TikTok comments? Her agent? Uh, nope. Chrissy Teigen? Nope. Uh, he was in Hamilton. Lynn Lynn that's also he was also in Hamilton he was in Glee this person <laughs> Josh oh, oh, oh uh, Jonathan Groff <laughs> got it uh what did Jennifer Coolidge have an allergic like reaction that to that sent like her that to the Groff hospital guy? while filming the white lotus oh that's so specific what did Jennifer Coolidge have an allergic reaction to the her of the hospital shrimp while filming the white lotus not shrimp I don't know. It was a spray tan. It was oh. a spray tan.
2: I feel like knowing that she won the Emmy would have been good enough for Jonathan, me. Jonathan, <laughs> great. You ever had a spray tan, Levin? You think so?
4: Have, I have had a spray Oh, you bet I have. Has it ever uh, darkened throughout a party? <laughs> you bet I have. Sometimes you get a spray tan, and then all of a sudden you're like, I washed it off too late. I'm yeah. getting tanner over the... I um, was, Emily
2: told you to do it earlier. Uh, I,
4: she did. I was... Um, you got warned. Uh... uh <laughs> uh you look yes, incredible
2: by midnight
3: I know there was a
4: moment there was a moment where uh, 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 uh oh that's yeah uh a uh, friend of the show Naomi Paragon was like you get any tanner you gonna be cancelled <laughs> get out of here get a look then this party
2: we're telling a lot of truths tonight. Right. goodness we anything else Is
4: that it? uh Jonathan Van Ness clap back oh I'm sorry I said clap back yeah Jonathan, Nas- yeah, well, it really was. He clapped back at Twitter critics who hated his recent post queer baiting a fake relationship with his queer eye colleague, Anthony, accusing them of not caring about anti trans bills or the Dobbs ruling. What product were JVN and Anthony shilling in their posts? They posted that they were in a fake relationship in order to sell what? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, is it like a f- some
3: sort of food item?
4: Yes. Oh. Oh. It was Yummers, their new brand of meal mixins. That's not a real thing. Yummers, yep, they you made that being up. boyfriends, or they fake they faked being in a relationship to sell Yummers. Okay. And I want to just say something about this, which is I I've actually actually was very specifically this post of them pretending to be dating to sell food, which I don't really care about. And it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the people that hated it, and then their react, and then and then JVN kind of saying you criticize this but not that. Sometimes, things you don't like. Are harmless. Yeah. You just don't like them. Yeah. And should. sometimes think you things you like, they can be harmful. You,
3: just, you know what I mean? Get mm. together with your enemies and have a cup of crooked coffee
4: and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Work yeah. it out. It's have your Simply Safe set up. Louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Instagram users were hyping Cardi B's courtroom look after she posted a couple glam trial photos in the caption every day the sun won't shine, but that's why I love tomorrow. What was Cardi B in court for? Uh it involves
3: music rights?
4: Nope. Nope. Not music rights. Any sense? Traffic. Uh, yeah. It was an altercation. Oh, she beat somebody up. It was a 2018 strip club fight. Oh, oh I, mean, I knew about that. That's a long time to get to trial. Yeah. Final question. Wheels of Justice, man. Yeah, it's slow. It's they slow. just got they just got the serial guy out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after 22 years. Yeah. But did he do it? <laughs> Britain's Channel Five received flag today for airing what instead of the Queen's funeral. They aired something instead of the Queen's funeral. It is a film. The Queen's speech. It is not the Queen's king's speech. speech. It is not the King's speech. Uh, <laughs> uh... An inexplicable Best Picture winner. Crash. <laughs> it was not Crash. crash. Was sometimes, sometimes so lonely in this town, just crash into each other to feel something. Uh, no, it was the Emoji movie. It was the <laughs> Emoji movie. <laughs> That's a bad Which one. is really funny. That's a bad really choice. funny thing to air. Never saw the Emoji movie. Never know. Never knew what happened. I imagine the uh, maybe the. Um, the sad face learned to be happy. <laughs> happy face learned that things aren't always good. I don't know. It's so who five won? minutes on two Evers. Uh well, I won, right? Uh John did win. Yeah, John, John got more of them me. right
2: in the end. Love it. I think we have questions for you now. Oh right? yeah.
4: So so now that you're gonna turn the tables because you're gonna have some questions on topics I don't know anything about. Yeah,
2: that's right.
3: Uh okay. in, the, in this
4: segment we're calling
3: Culture War. All right, love it. Some clips of Tom Brady doing what during the Bucks Saints game yesterday circled. Circulated around Twitter. Did
4: he throw a? He threw his iPad on the ground.
3: Through a tablet. Yeah. No. I, they'd use a Surface Pro, I believe. I think they have a Microsoft oh, deal. Oh, so we well, got we'll, give has, no, we'll, we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Right. I it. He also started a fight between some of the Saints players and the Bucks players, and he kind of walked away.
4: So he started a fight and couldn't finish it. Mm-hmm, right. Mm. So he took the air out of it a little bit. <sighs>
3: tough. That's a tough one. Uh, how many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady
4: have? A little bit. I, love it. I uh, Guess. Uh, five. Close. Up. Four. Seven. Nailed it. Wow. He won seven times. That's he's, really, good. He's, he's very, very good. good. It's very um, good all right.
2: I have some questions about children's programming. Okay. Um, <laughs> Disney Junior is reviewing a banned episode of the show Bluey, in like which Don Bluey's Junior? dad is put on mock trial for what? <laughs>
4: this is <laughs> very
2: specific. I didn't know this. Uh, uh, so, and I've watched almost every episode now.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, a physical altercation. Um,
3: a 2018
4: strip club fight the answer is accidentally farting in bluey's face um
3: john question is it true is that, that a crime bluey's like the best kids show and i've heard the bluey kind of
2: rules it's at the top it's it's, it's one where i'm actually like, i want to know what happens at the end of the yeah they're and they're like 20 minute episodes no they're like 10 minute He's episodes an australian dog, It's right? an australian yeah it's there it's an australian uh, uh cartoon oh they're, they're they're all dogs it's a family of dogs in fact. Love it. While mm-hmm. we're at it, can you name any of the other characters besides Bluey and their familiar role? It's an Australian Charlie show. Can,
4: Charlie can name all four. So uh you know, kids got uh, a memory. It's an Australian show? It is, yeah. I'm going to uh uh, uh Rue <laughs> um, <Plus>. uh, Blanche <laughs> the ko- uh, a koala named No, they're all they're all dogs. They're all
2: dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh Bandit the dad, Chilli the mom and the younger sister is Bingo. Joey oh, Bingo, Bingo's Bingo, bingo would've been a good guess. Bingo a and good David Schwimmer. Uh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> um everyone talking think, about the queen? I think we all won. Oh yeah, this was the- this, Turns out Everyone else is uh, paying attention to the funeral today, right? Still dead.
4: Is everyone paying attention to the funeral? Did, it's like it's, the biggest story in the world. I,
2: and we, we did the rare thing of turning on the TV
4: in our office and it's all over I the I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I get which British ever, people caring. Do. I get British people caring. They can care for it. They can care about it. But come on, America. I, come I also on, didn't have some respect for yourself. You know, what else are people the, doing? People just, are pretty bored, you know? She didn't, She. People what are we pretty, doing here? pretty bored. We fought a war about this because they don't, this is not a good system. The whole uh,
2: monarchy
3: thing?
4: No, no, no elected leader should have to go up to a big castle and ask permission to do anything we from some have, rich woman.
2: Tommy, you've been on Poor both sides shit. of this. We should have Rhodes and Lovett debate over the queen and the monarchy, since Rhodes is such a
3: <sighs> Yeah, a queen you know,
2: I, look, he loves the queen.
3: I, I know he, he doesn't love the she's monarchy. She's an g- interesting individual who persevered through a lot.
4: <laughs> what, did, what does that even so this mean? this is why I want to
3: debate. The, uh, let's get a debate. I think it be great. She was one of the so, richest
4: human beings on lowly, planet Earth the day she was
3: fucking born. She didn't pers- what did she persevere through? Well, so, for example, during World War II, she didn't leave the country. She stuck around. She gave a pretty famous mm. radio address when she was 14 that yeah. sort of bucked up the nation. I, thing, sure. I, heard that I heard that I'm She read, she, she read an up, she ambulance read, Drove an ambulance Or something like that and mm-hmm. I forget exactly Ben said a lot of stuff That I forget <laughs> I same. think look I've, n- I've never been a huge fan I, Of her or any royals Look the only historical Document them, The only historical document, document I, recognize I recognize
4: Is the Netflix series The Crown <laughs> And the story of The with Crown Smith. Is about a group of people Being frustrated by How little they're supposed to do Between bouts of hunting <laughs> uh, With Matt Smith Thank you Yes with Matt Smith I with that. Thanks everyone for letting me know About Matt Smith There's this very Moving. <laughs> what's the really good royal show on Hulu?
3: Uh, the Russian guy.
4: Oh, the Great. The Great. the greatest. I love the Great
2: the Great. The Great oh, is The great. The Great's cool. All cool. right, I got the governor of Wisconsin to talk to.
3: He a minute. can wait a
4: minute. What's he, he going to do? We're doing TV Rex. Didn't they? They made him less powerful. He's not like can't be that busy. The strip, the state stripped him of all kinds of power. He's, he's trying the to hang on. He's trying to hang on. So he can hang on a couple more minutes. <laughs> let's ask him. Wait, let's have us here when he gets here. We can just ask him what he thinks of uh, Queen Elizabeth. Let's put him on the spot
2: sure. Pod Save America is a Crooked Media production. The executive producer is Michael Martinez. Our senior producer is Andy Gardner-Bernstein. Our producers are Olivia Martinez and Haley Muse. It's mixed and edited by Andrew Chadwick. Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis sound engineer the show. Thanks to Tanya Sominator, Sandy Gerard, Hallie Kiefer, Ari Schwartz, Andy Taft, and Justine Howe for production support. And to our digital team, Elijah Cohn, Phoebe Bradford, Milo Kim, and Amelia Montooth. Our episodes are uploaded as videos at youtube.com slash crookedmedia.
6: As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware.